All right. Hello and welcome back to First Thought of the Day. I'm sitting here with uh, a couple of legends. Uh, I've got uh, Aaron Ingbrecht and the principal of Tipkin Valley High School, Brandon Kreska. Why don't you say hello to everyone? Oh, gosh. Thank you for having me, Mr. Rocker, Mr. E. Uh, I don't know if I would call myself a legend yet. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Well, I said I was here with two legends, so Ingbrecht and Chris Seacrest. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, by the way, Brandon Kreska. <laughs> no. There we, go. Um, we are here from Valley Studio One. And we are ready for liftoff today. Um, some exciting news before we even get going. I don't know. It's, should I tell them now or should I wait till later? Let's go. Think? Let's do it. You think so? Yeah. All right. So uh, exciting news. Those of you that have been listening to us on Podbean, shout out to Podbean. Those guys are the bomb. Thank you, Podbean. You got yeah. us started. But we've also made the leap. And this is what's kind of great. Um, we're now on a whole lot of other uh, platforms yeah and it's really great so we are currently on spotify which is my method of, of listening to just about everything anymore um, we're on spotify amazon music iHeartRadio, player fm samsung and soon to be added apple podcasts oh wow that's fantastic wow. i love it uh podbean will always be you know close to our heart because they got us started but chris Seacrest, you have worked your magic and You've taken us to new heights. I'm excited. It is. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to, to see this. I'm, I'm getting people kind of stopping me in the hallway. My, one of my favorite comments, by the way, was um, was by Mr. Brandon Kreska. And he came up to me and listen to this. This is an actual quote. I'm going to say it exactly how he said it. Of course. Oh boy. He said, boy, it was uh, we had a snow day the other day and I listened to you guys and it was actually not bad. <laughs> hey, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> There we go. It was one of the nicest things I've really ever said to you, right? Hey, it well, might be the we'll only nice it. thing, as a matter of fact. So that's usually my goal on evaluation time. If I can just get a not bad. What what I always say is like when I try when I go golfing, I, I don't golf much because I'm so bad. But I just like to go golfing and not be a problem. Sure. Yeah. That's all. I, and so that's what it felt like. I'm just not a problem when we, we did this pot. Be less of a problem than the geese that are on the course. That's right. You're good to go. Um, so yeah, we're we're here with Mr. Kreska. Mr. Kreska, any uh, I mean thoughts? What are you What are you thinking about being on the pod today? No, I'm just just to see every week changing. You're getting new people on, yeah. and uh, you know, honestly, I never thought that a small check I signed back at the beginning of the year to get pod <laughs> beam, I had no idea. But nice. I trusted uh, Mr. Seacrest. And also, I think we need to give a shout out to uh, the Bibbler family and that because yes. they help support this through the generous donations. Uh, Excellent human beings through and through. I mean, yeah. like legitimately, if you don't know the Bibbler family or, or Tyler Bogenwright, I mean, they are on part of the, the, the Bibbler, um, Bibbs Billfold. Um, they are they are quality human beings. So Yeah. And yeah, there was there was quite a bit of swearing in that, Mr. Kreska, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so well, let's want to do some comments. Is it time for that? Let's roll. Okay. So this one comes to us from Mallory Eaton, and she says, "Number one commenter, Queen checking in, Stirk, as in Scott Stirk, <laughs> uh, who's who's by the way." Legitimately does have a Velcro wallet. Just so that, that's impressive. That is, he, yeah. yeah. He need, he needs to be a consideration for for coming on the podcast. Oh, his sure. time He's will come. The ex, I've extended the olive branch already. Okay, I just wanted that to be well aware. He was, uh, yeah. He, he'll be on. Don't worry. But anyway, number one commenter queen checking in. Stirk may have some great comments, but he's not getting this crown. Ooh. I would love to hear more about education fads. There we go. And we've got we've got some people in the know on, on that. Yeah. I feel like we as in veteran teachers, 
often know what we are when we are experiencing one. I'm also interested in what role technology and social media play in creating and propelling fads since it's so easy to share everything hmm. nowadays. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, okay, you're gonna see why I said that. Hashtag Maldog out. Oh, Here we wow. go, Maldog. And by the way, the way it's spelled, it's D-A-W-G. D-A-W-G yeah, yeah. It looks like Maldog out. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. like there's like so the, the there's dog. a little bit of an issue there. There's you gotta Time go to go to the, the vet. You gotta go to the podiatrist. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, what do you guys think? Any any response to educational trends? Oh, sure. Yeah, I I think I think there's kind of um, I don't know, like an ebb and a flow. Like some things will will be big, and and I've only been in the game for twelve years, um, but I've seen things that were like, oh, you know, we need we need to get. Um, I, it, nothing specific comes to mind, of course, but we, we got to do this. We got to be doing this. Something and then all flashy, of a sudden it kind of, kind of new, fades kind of fun, to yeah. something else, which, you know, I, I think the reality is, is we want to do things at a high level. We want to do things well. And so we're, we're kind of looking for, for those things. So I, I don't I don't know that they're ever going to go away. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is like educators are the model learners, right? I mean, yeah. we, we teach kids how to learn. And so when we get to go somewhere to a conference or something like that, we, we tend out. to yeah. yeah get really excited about this one thing. And I think the key often with the fads is can you come back and you, can you run it through some filters? There can you, you can you bring it to Will people? Will it pass the test of right. longevity? Right. right. Yeah. That whole yeah is it something then that aligns to your vision you know but i think often we can we get guilty of you know this this new thing oh this is going to be cool yeah. you know what i mean and we've done that as teachers with technology like yeah. she mentioned technology you know this this website's cool not everybody right. <laughs> that's right mr walker you, yeah. you're uh no no you're you do good with that you, you sell yourself short often but uh oh my goodness this is like, wow yeah, yeah but uh, i think you know to that point i mean it's just those shiny marble yeah type of yeah. initiatives and programs Actually, I'm, programs I'm, yeah I'm reading a book called Vintage Innovation. They talk about mm. how easily people get swayed by uh, technology and and we, we mistake technology or something new as innovative. And, and really innovative in its true self is um, something that improves whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish and, and not not all technology or new things always improve. And, and they use the Astrodome as, as an example. And I really learned that from you, Mr. Walker. I mean, you, you made that comment one time to me specifically, and I, I honestly was guilty of thinking that innovation was technology and those things. And Well, thank you. That's very kind. I, you know, I, I think as, as educators, we have our comfort zone. My comfort zone is about as far away from a computer as possible, he says on his podcast. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it's all. No, that's that's excellent. Good. And Mal, if, if we didn't answer your question well enough, I'm certain we'll hear all about it. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, question number two or, or comment number two. Let's do it. We, can, we have time for a second one, then we'll move forward. Well, this actually leads me to my to my question. Nice. Okay. Okay. So this is, those of you familiar with the pod, we uh, <clears throat> we tend to have a, a question for one another and for our guest each week. Um, this actually comes via my wife. And in the radio world, we call this a smooth transition. <laughs> and if you didn't hear the silkiness in his voice as he said smooth transition. Smooth transition. Um, you, you aren't listening. But um, Susan Walker... 
um, who has wonderful taste in men, by the way. Um, but as far as fads go, I definitely love to hear your thoughts on music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you could get Mr. Boys or Miss Reiner in for that one. And, and I extended the olive branch to Miss Reiner and I misinformed her on, on yeah. what our plan was this week. Um, but this is my question for both of you gents. A question in general would be what skill do you have? that you are proud that you have and what skill do you wish you had we're not talking superhero level we're talking everyday human stuff so either of you would like to go first for this one man i'm I'm deep in thought you got one i actually do have something because you did you dropped a couple nuggets about what the podcast the theme is and i'm not going to say that right now because but i think one of the things that um I feel I've always liked this word. It's, I mean, you know, when you refer to athletes a lot of times or yeah. people like motor, and like we're, they have we're all a, big sports fans yeah, here in case so I'm you sure know, sports yeah. will come up multiple times here and things like that. But the, like having a motor, yeah. like having a drive. And I feel wow. like one of the things for me is Wild. that I, I work very hard and honestly that can be a weakness at times because I work myself ragged at times, but you know, just, I, I really do believe that you can accomplish anything thing if you really 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 work hard at it and you want to uh you want to succeed uh, at that thing and you believe in your work and it's convicted and it's uh you know so that's what i would say um as mine is sure. just having a drive and a, and a real motor that really never stops how about you mr ingbrecht unfortunately i was gonna say drive when it was when he started saying that uh, i'm just like whoa it's totally um, cool that you're a cheater it no really is. it's totally fine i can go i can yeah. go a different direction but no, no, no. i want to hear um, I I think for me, I would love to have, not all the time, I kind of like my personality. Sure. Um, I think I tolerate it pretty well. Fairly easygoing. I can be laid laid back. Um, It would be nice to be able to have, like, if I could just flip a switch and have, like, a, a fiery you know, driven personality where I, maybe I could even be like an entertainer or it just, I don't, I don't feel like I have that enough. And it's so interesting outside looking in. I think you do like you're very, like you're very insightful, very informative guy. And I mean, I always, I I don't know. I don't think I'm ever bored. One of his strengths. I mean, we talk about driving things. I mean, I don't, you know, is that, you know, you, you can go to, uh, Mr. E about anything, students, staff, anybody, and they can get you on board, you know, hmm. with this new thing. I mean, yeah. you, you will think about it, you'll whatever, and you'll roll. Um, okay. you... and, and you'll bring a different perspective too, yeah. which is a really mm-hmm. great strength of yours too. Maybe I was going after more like higher energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's okay. okay. That's, 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 that that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, you know, woo, get in front of him <laughs> and go crazy right. type thing. Right. But um, for me, as far as boy, I, I think I'm really proud that I bring it every day. Yeah. I don't I don't think you I mean, it's, I, I would hope my students and I hope my colleagues would say that every day I bring it, you know, and and, and I think that's something that I'm, I, I'm decently good at. Flip side of that, though, is, is that when it, you know, when it's time to crash, you know, I sprint and then I. Uh-huh. pass out i mean mm-hmm. there's no there's no jogging for me so yeah yeah pace yourself yeah how about you how about your question for all us? right here's here's my question before um, the lightning round yeah Ooh, okay. lightning round yeah oh it's gonna uh, be a good one this week i bet so my question is if uh, let's say something happens in this part of the world 
maybe the the Cook nuclear plant, something crazy happens, and we, and you have to move. Okay, you got you can't you can't stay in this area. In fact, you can't live in like Indiana or any of the conjoining states. states. Yeah, the, the the four states. Where do you see yourself living anywhere in the world except for Indiana, Michigan, Kentucky, Illinois, Ohio? Go right ahead, Mr. Kreska. I. I don't know. I almost want to defer to you on this one. Um, I make comments and jokes. I, you know, being a bigger guy, you know, like like the cold, I do not like winter. Mm. I am not a fan. I enjoy warm, but I make comments all the time about wanting to live in warm weather states, but I honestly don't know that I do. I don't know that I would. This is a tough one. Um, I don't know that I even have an answer. I feel like you I'm Midwest here born and or, raised. Yeah, you got you gotta leave like the at least this part of the Midwest. There's, you might be able to hit some. So I I suppose if I'm, this is this is probably the lamest answer that anyone's ever given ever to anything. Canada. I think I could be happy anywhere you put me. Yeah. I legitimately I like do. I you do. put me in in the middle of new york city i'll find a way to be happy there you put me in alaska and i'll find a way to be Mm. happy there Mm -hmm. but this this is my jam right here kind of the small town this vibe of this this is how i like it so and you were on to something for me it's it's like a lot of times i i I don't travel much to be honest but when we do there's certain places i've traveled that i don't like Mm -hmm. and it's mostly due to the people i do not like chicago yeah i have had tons of friends live in chicago from college or whatever and i do not enjoy visiting and I've told tell that to their face. It's mostly because of the people there <laughs> in California. Yeah, I am a Bears and, and sports fan, but uh, in California, I have an uncle yeah. who lives out there. I just did not enjoy Cal- my time in California, yeah. and it had nothing to do with the weather. What, or was it like an that. urban setting in California? Yes, okay. uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. I just can't see myself in that type of environment with those yeah. types of people. Yep. Uh, the Midwest people are nice for the most we part. We do have the Midwest yeah. nice, right? Yeah, we know how to fake it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty well. Yeah, we do. We do okay. <laughs> Um, so, lightning round time. So, Mr. Kreska, it's got to be quick, quick answers okay. right off the cuff. Right. And there we are. So, lightning round. I'll lead you off. Peanut butter or jelly? Peanut butter. All-time favorite food? Uh, pizza. The furthest place you've traveled? Dominican Republic. Uh, okay, I want to hear more about that, but a- after the lightning round. Okay. Um, first celebrity crush? Uh, um, Lizzie McGuire from the uh, – hey, uh, Hillary Duff from the <laughs> – yeah, you know that uh, – I don't even – Lizzie McGuire's name of the show. Is it on Disney Channel? Mr. Secret's laughing. He knows what I'm okay, talking about. Okay, I thought he said Lizzie Borden. I thought like the, the – <laughs> I, I, like, yeah. that's where my mind went. Yeah. Um, all-time favorite book? Um, gosh. Um and I, I, this is a hard one for me because I always go to books that I taught so as an English sure. teacher. Yeah. I mean, um, but um, me personally, and then I go to educational books. So I honestly, I always am stumped by this one. Okay, that's, um, that's fair. My that's favorite it. book to teach, though, um, is was always The Giver. I always had a fun. Oh, nice, Lois yeah. Lowry. Yeah. yeah, well done. So. If you could speak any any language other than English. What would it be? It'd be for, for sure Spanish. Okay. I feel like I can connect to people, oh, yeah. and uh, I can, I, I really enjoy the the Spanish culture. Uh, and actually, I should go back to the food. Mexican food overall is my favorite. Nice. And last question: all time favorite athlete, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad I have. Ali. I had a fascination uh, for most of my life, and I got to meet him when I was in middle school. Oh yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it was really cool. So I became obsessed. That's cool. When, when I was when I was younger, Muhammad Ali is one of these one of these characters that is just. I mean, he's larger than. Mm-hmm. Oh he's, yeah. He's bigger yeah. than. I mean, arguably bigger than boxing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, he's one of those that might be bigger than sports. I mean, like Michael Jordan was bigger than sports. Yeah. You know, he was bigger than all this. Bigger so. than Cassius Clay. I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah he definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's our topic? This all right. Week, so sir? we're going to dig into our topic. Uh, I don't know how to label it other than greatness. Um, and it's not really centered around one particular question or direction. But every time you say the word greatness, by the way, Chris Seacrest strikes a pose like Superman. And there's a light that shines down. It's on unbelievable. Him. It's really, creepy, it's uh, but, something to something to see. Uh, no, I, I was just I I don't know my my train of thought. I was thinking about like how is it that um, that somebody can can attain greatness and and how how do you even define it? What does it look like? Um, you know, uh, and and maybe not even greatness, but like functioning at a high level, competing at a high level, doing life at a high level. Because we see we see people, and and uh, on the sports analogy, yes. we see some people that come in and make just an amazing impact. Sure. And you're thinking, this is the guy, this is the next big thing. Yes. And two years later, they're even out of the league. Yes. They're on their second string. Yes. They might get injured, but but someone who functions at this for decades. Yes. And that's that's where I went is like sustained greatness. Yeah. Like, wow, how in the world, when you've reached that level, do you maintain that level? How do you how do you stay, for lack of a better term, on top? Like, how how do you just continue to function at such a high level? So, I guess I would ask you guys like. What are your thoughts on greatness? What what comes to mind? What what do you guys think about like what are characteristics that you see across the board in sports, music, uh, teaching? I don't know whatever whatever it is. Well, I my my first thought is is these are people that do the little things mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember and. At the moment, I'm blanket on the athlete. Maybe you guys will know this, but I feel like it was a Yankee, like maybe a DiMaggio or, or some somewhere Mickey Mantle, maybe, where they asked, they said, um, they said, Mickey, why are you going so hard hmm. in these games? Why are you running so hard from home to first on a ground out? Right? It's just you know you're going to be out. Why are you going so hard? And his his statement was. Well, this is this is probably some kid's only game that they'll ever be at Yankee Stadium. It's their only time that they will ever see me play. And I want to be able to say that I brought it every time. I want all these nice. people to you see yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that one always sticks because the story would be so much better if I knew for certain that it was <laughs> Mickey Mantle. But I feel like now that I've said it, I'm pretty sure it's Mickey Mantle. Um, but to me, that's that's an element of greatness, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I when I think about this, I, I think of all the successful people who have sustained it again, yeah. like to that point. Yes. OK, I think of, again, like coaches, I think of leaders, I think of people who have a I, I want to say like the clearest of clear visions. And sure. I don't even know if I would say even vision like they are going to do this they are going to accomplish that thing no matter what they're going to put in that insane amount of work 
to accomplish things, and they don't bend. They don't yeah. waver. Back to the shiny marble stuff. Like if you look at some of these coaches, like I think you even other day mentioned Greg Popovich or oh, yeah. like Coach Shevsky yeah. or or honestly, right now, boiler up, Matt Painter. He has a mold <laughs> yes. for what yeah. he wants on yeah. his team. On they have this vision, this mold. This is the person I want. This is how we're gonna ref, uh, reflect ourselves and our yeah, team that's, again. That's really an interesting and idea. That's what it is, and you just don't let anybody stop you, and you don't ever really even change, or yeah. you only do a little bit. I'm, I'm even thinking beyond just sports. I'm thinking of like musical, yeah. the, the music side of things, or, or even the creative side, because I mean, we all can probably sing 50 one-hit wonders yes. off of our, like just out of our memory banks. Right. We don't even have uh-huh. to... But the bands that have sustained, right? Like for me right now, the, the, the band that I'm thinking of a lot is because I just got the book that I'm going to read is U2. Oh yeah. When I was a kid, U2 had been around for a decade mm-hmm. and they had the number one album when I first started kind of getting into music, they had the number one. And, and even now they're relevant. There's some of these bands that, that are still making music are not so relevant sure. anymore. Yeah. Right? right. And they've they've even some of your your enormous acts, and I don't want to offend anyone by saying any of them. They're not they don't they don't make as great a music anymore as, as they they once did. Yeah. But these bands have been doing. I mean, U two's been doing it for, I mean, right at forty years now. And that's unbelievable. It's impressive. It really is. So I've got a bunch of lists here. I'm I, lo- saying, I love doing these these this. lists. Um, How, do you have like a thought? Like what what is greatness? So yeah, I think I think before we get to the list. Um, there's a sustainability, like sure. I and I guess that's the part that I really want to know more. Like, how in the world? It so it it's prolonged greatness in my mind that really is like it's that's the greatness. Not I, just I agree. Um, you know what what Jeremy Lin did with Linsanity mm-hmm. that was awesome, but it was a short time. Fernando Valenzuela. There we go for for baseball. Yes, I mean it was a little before and, all of and, our and the one hit wonders of in the arts and things like that. Sure. I mean, those are awesome, but it, it's just it's so fascinating but, to me to but see. They're almost in a time capsule. Yes, right. They're, they're not something that we live with yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see, like a lot of times, like even okay, again, keep going back sports, but. Um, like you win the national championship, then what happens the next year to yes, that team? Often, sure. yes. you know, there's a big decline. Right, right. So, and you see that a lot. Right. And in education, I, I remember uh, this was, um, I think it was maybe a Mr. Boggs initiative, hmm. um, and then Mr. Conley, I know, is still a big proponent of, of Jim Collins' work, mm-hmm. but he had this this book called Good to Great. Yes. This this idea of of what it, and so I went. This was a time when we went to a lot more conferences. We went to a lot more like like different things. And, and I asked every person that would even give me a, an ear, and I said, what does greatness look like in education? And I did not get even close to a similar answer from two different people. Mm-hmm. Is that interesting? I think that is absolutely fa- – like when, you, when I think back of who my great teachers were over the years, I, I'm not sure I can even put in words what made them great. That's a good point. You know? Yeah, that's a fair point. My my hit my mind goes straight to one to a great teacher who yeah. we all know. I mean, you know, and we talk you said the word legend earlier. I mean, let's talk about Jeff Shriver. I mean, there we go. you know, when yeah. you look at that, again, I think it's back to it like Shrive was Shrive. 
You know what I mean? And he's it, one of one. Right. And so those great people, they figure out what what works for them and they're them, like to the core, mm. to where they can continue to do that year after year after year. And it's almost like self propelling right. fuel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they what they they use is what makes them even more next time. Right? So maybe maybe people understanding their strengths playing into them right. heavily yeah. while sharpening their weaknesses. Improving. Right. That's, that's a yeah. constantly improving. Well that's that might be my new definition. There we go. Finding who you are, mm-hmm. staying in it, and then sharpening your weaknesses. Yep. Whoa. That okay. Anyway. All right. Let's take a look at some lists. So I've got, I've got on my list, and I want to keep it hidden here. Uh, I've got a list of uh, top athletes. I've got a list of uh, the the top professional sports dynasties. I've got. Um, a list from Rolling Stone magazine that it was from 2010, but like the greatest artists. And then I've got the IMDb top 250 movies. Don't worry. I don't have the top 250, but the (laughs) the top 10, there's a tie at 10. So it's 11. To be be fair of of the four of us, I think Seacrest would run the table on those IMDb ones. He's he's the guy (laughs) that that would probably know the most of those movies. I mean, is there, is there a certain direction you guys want to go for just guessing these? I don't think you understand that all of these are like components of my entire soul. I know. So you can't choose a wrong one. So just start at the top. Let's go. Let's not do sports first because we've talked a lot about okay that. let's go we'll, somewhere else we'll come back to sports yeah. yes uh let's do rolling stone magazine they did in 2010 they assembled a panel of 55 top musicians writers and industry executives and they asked them uh to pick the most influential artists of the rock and roll era so there's Walker, your qualifiers your realm i think i can i think um, i can hold my own but here. but here's the thing suit. i will also mention and he's he's not on the top 10 but eminem was on the mm. top 100 greatest artists list. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't let that throw you off. Okay. Because okay. I think I just messed you up. Uh, I've got the top 10 here. What are your guesses? Probably number one is the Beatles. Beatles. You got it. Yep. Number two, Rolling Stones. Yep. They're number four. Uh, four. Well, okay. Well, since it's Rolling Stone magazine, it's got to be Bob Dylan. There you go. He's got to uh, be like number two. You got, um, he's number two. I would say, I mean, Led Zeppelin's a top 10. They're not. They're not? No. Um... Queen? No, they're not going to be there. Queen's no, no, not on there. Okay, how about how about some like uh, some some like Aretha it's, Franklin? That's yes. what I was going to yes, say. Yes, it's all names, individual names here. No, no, Michael Jackson. Me. Are you kidding me? I I was stunned by that. Yeah, no, Michael Jackson. Um, how about? Goodness, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really I'm upset at myself. I don't even want to look. At um, this. I really want to guess these if I can. Um, Otis Redding. I mean, he's no. a, when was this done? This is 2010. Give me a hint. Uh, they're all individuals. A lot of them. Dr. Dre. Uh, so, the king. Oh, Elvis. Elvis. There we go. Good yeah, night. Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong okay. with me? Um, I actually saw a shirt of this individual today. A student Johnny had Cash. on. No. It was just a... Uh, um, the image of the person. Are there any country folks on yeah, this list? No. Country. No. There um, are some artists more in the 2000s era. I'm so, thinking. No, this is all. This okay. is all like. All right, I give think it 50, to us. 60, Yeah, you got to just go at this point. Uh, think of guitarists. Oh, Jimmy Eric Hendrix. Clapton. There we go. Jimi Hendrix is on it. Is Eric Clapton um, there? No. Um, Carlos Santana. No, that's wow. a good one. All right, I'm gonna. Right, get, you guys want to hear? My dad is gonna kick my face. That's in. okay. Number Let's ten was Ray Charles. Good night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Number eight, Little Richard. Good golly, Miss Molly. Number seven, James Brown. Oh, I feel good. 
And then number five, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. I mean, might be the most influential of the list yeah. there, but I mean, come on. I yeah. feel really bad. I mean, I feel and good that was that one of the things most influential. You did artists. a nice job. I, there's no way. I don't think we would have got yeah. those last. I, I I was stunned that Michael Jackson ones. was not on the yeah. list. Yeah. So that's excellent though. That's a great list. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Let's go to sports. sports. I've got the top five North American athletes of the 20th century. So we got to turn back the clock. Okay. See, Chris, you uh, may not I have I think exist. I know no, who you number one's going to be. I think I can name the first three. Okay. Uh, I can think. I can name Go the first it. four. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. He's on the list, number five. Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Number three. Babe Ruth. He's number two. Michael Jordan. Number one. And number three is who we're missing? We're missing number four. We're missing number four. <laughs> not Richard Petty. Can you, um, goodness. Dale uh, Earnhardt? Jim Brown. Next NASCAR? Oh. He got him. Jim Brown. Well What's done. Up, world? He got all five. What's up, world? That is impressive. Okay, let's go. move on to, uh, and, and this one, this was a writer. Um, when I saw the list, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, hold on a second. He left off a huge one. So this is this is the, the article was entitled Unpre- "Unprecedented Success: The Top Five Greatest Professional Sports Dynasties of All Time." Sports okay. dynasties. Professional sports dynasties. Top okay. five. Okay. Um, so it lists like the team and then like the the years ish. But I mean, you don't have to get the years right. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I would uh, say the Yankees. Yankees. So the twenties. No. 90s? Jeez. The 47 to 64 Yankees. That's what I said. First guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, something like about... the Edmonton Oilers? No. Boston Bruins? Nope. No, no hockey. No hockey. No hockey. Okay. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Nope. No Steelers. Celtics? Boston Celtics? That's the one that he left off. Okay. I'm and stunned. the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, the, list, Lakers? the Lakers of 79 to 91 he has on the list. That's number the five. Magic Johnson yeah. era. The Celtics. Bit, so listen, the Celtics. Even before, I would argue the golden era of the Lakers. From 57 to 69, the Celtics won yeah, 11 I'm championships out of 13 Celtics years. The Celtics are not on there. They, were, they lost one, and they didn't appear in, in one. That's so, just absurd. That's banana land. Yeah, and that wasn't even on the list. Is it San Francisco 49ers? There we go. Yeah. From 81, 81 to 98. Yeah. He, so he did a long stretch there. <clears throat> Are there any college teams on that? Just professional. Just professional. Okay. Pittsburgh Steelers? No. So there's two um, that are within the last uh, 35 years. I mean, goodness. New England Patriots? Yeah, the Patriots yeah. from okay. 01 to yeah. 20. Oh, I thought somebody already said mm-hmm. the Patriots. No. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. And then the 90s. Bulls. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago Bulls. yeah. Then that's the shortest dynasty on the list. Hmm. But I don't understand how you can have the Bulls on. And listen, I'm, I love. I I grew up in the '90s, yeah. Jordan fan. I'm a diehard Bulls fan at that point. Not now. I mean, you just mentioned uh, it's a shorter time frame. There's but, only how but many years? six championships in eight mm-hmm. years. The, yeah. the Celtics won eleven and thirteen. Yeah. That's. I would. I think I would probably argue that the Celtics is the most impressive of all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it like, wasn't even it, on the it's list. Not even on, I, I mean, the idea like how Bill Russell just, I mean, just dominated. Yeah. And then he coached. And then it was he unreal. coached a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Here's the last list. Get a better listing, Brett. This Come is on. the IMDb top movies. Uh, it's a top ten, but there's a tie for ten, so we have eleven. Okay. So I will see. I'll say, uh, let's see. And this is this is according to how they're rated. 
like the star rating on oh IMDb. I've yeah, got the one in mind. It's, it goes up to ten stars. These are all eight point eight to I mean, nine point two. These are going to be like classics. I all right, imagine. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I name some? Sure. Name a few. Go, just go for it. Um, the Godfather. Yes. Yeah. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, not on the list. Okay. Well. The list is flawed. And by the way, The Godfather Part Two is also on there. Yeah, it should <laughs> just be. Just so we... That's, that's fair. I was going to... Um, how about Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz, not on there. Gone with the Wind? Not on there. Pulp Fiction? Yes. Number eight. See, I... Uh, the Godfather was number two. Godfather Part Two is number four. Pulp Fiction number eight. I mean, it's probably going to be like some weird like, like Deadpool 2 or something. No, like Shawshank no. Redemption? There we go. Number one. Number, wow. number one. Okay. That's a yeah. great call. That's what I was thinking. Score of 9.2. Titanic. Uh, Titanic is not on Titanic. there. Titanic. I know. Um, Fight Club. Fight Club I was thinking on there. that, but I... Uh... <laughs> there are some movies from the 2000s. 2000s. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're, not going in, we're not going anymore in How Fight about Club. some Star Wars stuff? No Star Wars, but oh, there's franchise on here. Think of, think of other... <laughs> Yes. yes, the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Return was, of the King is number seven. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. By Fellowship the way. of the Ring sure is number nine. I think Fellowship of the Ring is the superior of the three films. By the way, yeah, but it's I mean it's I all cannot by, believe I Star Wars point. is not on that. no Star Wars. That's like the Boston Celtics missed. There we go. That's a yeah. good call. But this is IMDb. They're like yeah. Okay. All right. Give them to us. I'm, I think okay. I'm out of steam. Uh, at number 10, there's a tie here. French Connection, Taxi Driver. No. Okay, Forrest Gump. <sighs> and then The Good, gracious. The Bad, The Ugly. Yeah. All right. Before you even continue, please be kind with your comments. We know we screwed a whole bunch of these up. So sure. just, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get just raked over the Uh Number six is Schindler's List. Good mm. golly. That's um, a good movie. Number five is 12 Angry Men, the one from 1957. Wow. And then number three, The Dark Knight. Oh. Uh, yeah. The most recent I mean, on the list. Yeah. yeah. Singular movie with the most yeah. success. And yeah. That was so, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Legit. So, to kind of wrap it all up, um, just to, with our listeners, we've got people of, of all ages, younger folks um, who, come up to me with big cheery looks on their faces telling me they're listening to it. We've got some, some, you know, veteran folks too, that are, that are getting, getting something from this. What, what can we leave them with, with greatness? Like, what are some things that we want to leave them with? I think the, the thing that I would leave them with is figure yourself out. Like you got to figure out who you are. It was part of that kind of that formula, figure, figure out who you are, lean into your strengths sharpen those weaknesses so i think that first part is kind of the first step just figure out who you are Uh yeah i mean i think just have have a plan like have have that goal at the end that you're going to but you know i feel like goals are too easily given up on Hmm. like i i you know i just said that word i don't like like you like be willing to roll up your sleeves and do the dirty work to accomplish your mission like in life like what are is it you're going to do and you just be the best you can and we talked about consistent improvement Mm For, for me, I think I would suggest to anyone who's listening, um, first off, find a vision, find a purpose, yeah. get yourself something that you want to do. And, and it is my absolute rock, like to my core belief that every single human being is great at something. Some people, you know, I think of like of, of Mike Yazel, June's husband, yeah. yep. is good at just about everything. Um, he's he's incredible at so many things, but this idea—you are great 
at something. And if you're not great at it, either A, you got to work at it a little more, or B, might be something else mm-hmm. that you're not yeah. not there yet. And I think always surround yourself with good people. Yeah. You know, it brings out the best sure. in you. And you know, I'm sitting around something three I'd like great to try people sometime. right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's true. We, it, it really yeah. is. And and uh, so yeah. Um, so once again, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Um, recommend this to your friends. Again, check us out on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Amazon soon to be Apple podcasts. Um, but yeah, enormous thank you to, to Mr. Kreska, Mr. Brandon Kreska for being here today. And as always, thank you to Mr. Chris Seacrest signing off from Valley studio one. This is uh, first thought of the day. Yeah. Okay. Go Vikings. You guys take care.